Hello, you're listening to Let's Talk Fitness, the bilingual English-French podcast by Stillness Fitness. I'm Sebastian, your host for this episode. Hello, Macho Movement. Welcome to Let's Talk Fitness. First of all, thank you for being with us today. Can you introduce yourself to introduce the yourself, Hello. Uh, well, I'm very pleased to be here. And uh, I'm a physiotherapist in France. And uh, I'm also a manual teacher here in France. Uh, and I started uh, Instagram and YouTube video about mobility and um, about how to improve and uh, be able to be better with yourself uh, three months ago. And uh, I'm pretty happy with it because uh, I have a lot of uh, person uh, that are starting to following me. So I'm very pleased. Awesome. So can you tell us, please, why and mostly when did you fall in love with this profession? Is there anything that triggered your love for it or... Tell us more about it. Job. Well, uh, when I uh, was uh, 15, I used to work uh, to love the web show uh, Scrubs and I wanted to be a doctor. And okay. I started the, uh, the, the study to become a doctor and I became a physiotherapist. And uh, I've been working for that uh, since uh, 2010. And uh, I've Uh, learning more and more and studying more and more and now I'm doing and studying and teaching uh, physiotherapy. Okay, so is there any specific reason why you decided to play a role in this field, to play a role in um, health apart from the sitcom Scrubs that you mentioned? Apart from Scrubs. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes, I've I've loved to be able to uh, repair people to be able to, do, to, fix. to fix people uh, mm-hmm. since very young. And uh, I love to be able to fix them with like no, uh, no tool and to be able to understand the body and to be able to fix it, but without a lot of tools and to be able to, to have, to have uh, easy ways to make people better. And that's what I like a bit uh, with uh, physiotherapy. Only with my hands and with words, I can uh, make people feel better about themselves. Okay, okay. Um, so now we're going to a part a bit more specific of the podcast. And I would like you to give us your opinion about bodybuilding and more especially the role that it plays in people's minds, the role that it plays in our society and how um, people can sometimes... Uh, misunderstand um, bodybuilding for health and fitness. Yes, uh, about bodybuilding, um, I think it's uh, very good for people who practice it. Uh, it gives them a purpose to wake up in the morning, and it gives it gives them a purpose to keep training and to 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 feel free to do what they want. Uh, and uh, I'm really I really like it. Uh, but there's just one thing that I don't like about bodybuilding and that uh, I want to share is that it's as a very st- uh, strong uh, image and uh, people sometimes when they want just to do sport, they don't see the n- difference between bodybuilding, which uh, requires a lot of time, a lot of training, a lot of hours, a lot of sacrifice 
and just to go to the gym two hours uh, per week. And uh, as a physiotherapist, I think that my role, my job is to give people information that there is a lot of difference between hardcore bodybuilding and just just the gym that you can practice for a, for a, for two hours a week and uh, and that that's why I, I came on the social media just to 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 tell body uh, to tell people and to inform people that that there is many many difference i think you couldn't say it even better uh, i really agree with you this is one of the messages that i'm sending to my clients to any followers to anyone that i speak fitness with um it's not only about um looking good but it's really about feeling good knowing that if you focus too much on your image you can sometimes end up into depression and stuff like that so really really feel good first exactly um, many often people just come to me and uh, tell me well uh, i want to 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 improve myself i want to do sport because i got one sciatica or one uh, uh, i don't know torn ankle or something and uh, they came to me and said me i want to do sport but i don't want to grow big and every time i tell them you don't imagine how much time it is to grow big so you won't get big by doing two uh, two hours uh, sport per week <laughs> okay um so now can you tell me What's the best advice that's been given to you when it comes to training, when it comes to fitness? Uh, the best advice that was given to me was actually a very bad advice. And uh, it was a good <laughs> advice because I, this is the day I started to uh, question uh, every, how do you say it in English? You know, when uh, une idée reçue. A misconception. Exactly. And uh, the, the advice someone gave me was a misconception. And I, it was a very big guy who told me that. And I was doing a, a, a lumbar reinforcement. And he told me that okay. I shouldn't go to extension, that I would hurt my back if I go to extension. And I was 20 years old. And this guy told me that it was very big and pretty impressive. And I was... Well, I'm a physiotherapist. I probably should know better. But this guy is like so big, he probably knows what he's talking about. So he's, it's probably a good advice. And it started to make me think for weeks. And I said, why, why would he say that? Why shouldn't I go to extension when extension is like the only way that uh, makes a difference between us and animals who walk on four feet and when we walk on two feet? So... That advice make me consider every time tell, someone tell me that I should do it or I shouldn't do it and I just start to, to think about it and to start to question, to question that misconception. So okay. I don't know if I answer you, your question, but uh, that would be my answer. Uh, okay. You always... <laughs> start to question when someone gives you an advice. Is it a good one or a bad one? Yes, nowadays it's really important to question what people tell you to make sure that you've got enough information about what people tell you to do or not to do because there's so many information out there that we can end up um, information overload and do either do too much or not enough or do the right the wrong things. 
for our bodies so people make sure that you always question what people tell you okay so before we start with our main subject i've got one more question for you Major. so um, let's say that you're meeting your younger self so 10 years younger but with the knowledge and with the um, uh, the wisdom and all the experiences that all you have right now what will be the advice that you will give to your younger self to be patient patient is the key there is no good or bad movement there is only good or bad timing your body can do absolutely anything just you have to give him time so you can do absolutely anything your body will follow it but you have to be patient so when i was young i wanted things to be black or white and i needed answer and now that i know that the truth is probably between the gray and you have to be patient and to be able to understand what's black what's white and to be uh to be uh, at ease at ease in the gray so take time to have a good knowledge and take time to to give your body the time to be used to the exercise, to the mobility you, you give them every day. Really good, really good. So now let's start with our main subject. Um, so as you know, people, today we are going to discuss lumbago. And Major is going to tell us about his experience with the subject, with the issue, and how he deal with it. Okay, so concerning lumbalgia, what you have to know is that 80% of the population is touched or will be touched by it. Now, there is a high correlation between um, our lifestyle, the way we work, so being uh, sedentary. As human beings, we are meant to remain standing and not seated. But with our lifestyle, our new jobs, um, we're spending between 8 to 10 hours, which has consequences on lower back pain. Now, these consequences have been evilized. And what I mean by that is that uh, uh, people will often tell you that the fact that you're spending a lot of time seated, you're going to under back pain. And now we're realizing through science that what is actually evilizing the back pain is the message that us, um, health professionals, are sending to people. Earlier today, I was watching a video of a um, personal trainer who claims that he specializes in health and he was teaching people how to pick stuff from the ground. And his message was that our back is weak. Um, picking something from the, from the ground is actually applying a lot of pressure on the back, especially on the He's also saying that picking up things from the floor is applying a lot of pressure on the lower back saying that our discs are fragile and he's also saying that if we carry on like that we're going we're going to end up injuring our in one minute he's coming up with four different um, reasons why the back is weak and why we should be careful when we are uh, picking up things on the floor so now what's really interesting in recent studies is that scientists have shown that people suffering from lumbago from back pain most of the time they are suffering from it because they lost their confidence, they lost their abilities and their capacities to fill their back and to move freely within their back. So they they are stuck with these messages, misconception or 
ancient ideas that uh, the back is weak and that we shouldn't do this or that we should be careful most of the time. Uh, back in the day, we used to think that herniated disc was one of the main cause in back. However, we realized that when we take people to uh, MRI and scanners, that the same amount of people who have lower back pain are suffering from uh, herniated disc and vice versa. So the same amount of people who don't have herniated disc are um, suffering from back pain. So um, herniated disc is not actually a um, main factor of uh, back pain. You can have a herniated disc and don't suffer from back pain and vice versa. What we can say is that um, back pain has um, multiple origins, multi multiple causes. A herniated disc, just like a bad nutrition, a bad posture, um, stress, or um, sleeping in uh, lack of sleep, can be causes. Can all be causes for back pain. But we shouldn't assume that there's only one thing which is responsible for back pain. And our main job as health specialists is to um, list all the different options, all the different um, possible causes of back pain, and then to assess them one by one. Then we want to diagnose, and uh, in the case of uh, herniated disc, um, tell the person if it's a bad one or if it's uh, something that can easily be fixed. And if it's something that can easily be fixed, guide them towards the right uh, treatment, the right movement that it sh they should do to improve their, um, their health. Now I want to clarify something um, regarding the herniated disc. So when is a herniated disc bad? If you've got a um, motor deficiency around your foot or when we have a big sensitive deficit. So motor means that you're trying to move your toe and your toe is not responding. This is uh, an urgency, an emergency, and you have to go to A&E to get it um, double checked. As sometimes it can require surgery. If you only got, got pain in your glutes area, it's not considered as being an emergency. And if you've got a healthy lifestyle beside that, you should be fine soon. So we are evaluating back pain, um, mostly because um, the pain is sometimes uh, really, really hard, really bad, really intense, and also because um, of the side effect that it can have. Most of the time, people suffering from back pain are being uh, off sick from work. Um, they are being uh, or they are being at work, but they are performing badly. Uh, Sometimes these people are really stressed. Um, they want to uh, give up on life. They want to give up on their work. Now, our job as a health specialist is to educate people and to. Um, to teach them how to get their back strong, how to believe in their abilities, in their capacities, and then move them from my back is weak, I can't do anything, to actually, yeah, my back can um, handle, my back is strong, and I can do whatever I want as long as I'm looking after it.
So okay. no, I can go back in English. So what in what I meant is that when you want to train for your back, and if you want to don't uh, don't have low back pain anymore, you have to be progressive when you strengthen your back. You have to be progressive when you want to gain mobility. And uh, that's why I wanted to, in introduction, to tell what advice I would give myself 10 days ago, uh, 10 years ago, sorry, is to be progressive. If you have low back pain now, it doesn't mean that you will have low back pain in 10 years. It won't say that you will have low back pain in two months. But if you want to heal yourself, you want to be better with yourself, you have to improve yourself slowly. So, which means when you do uh, back exercise, not to charge uh, if you feel pain. You have to yep. keep working just underneath the pain. And you know that uh, your muscle and your body can heal itself uh, if you give him just time. So, for ligaments, for bones, for muscles, the time is between two months and three months. So, if you want to strengthen your back, yeah, it's not. It's not only in ten days. In ten days, sorry, that you will have uh, results. You have to be patient and to strengthen your back, yeah. like twice a week, three times a week, and to take just fifteen minutes, ten minutes to work only on your back and uh, to take time. Okay, Major. I hope everyone got it. The main advice is. To be patient and to take exactly. Time. And when I say to be patient, uh, it's not rest. We know that uh, rest is not the, the the solution. When you wake up in the morning and you have like really painful lumbago, you will you will take just one ta one to three days of rest. But then you have to move. Because we know that uh, lumbago is just uh, the muscle that passes, which means that it contracts itself way too much. And this is the pain that you're going to feel. And the best uh, solution to uh, relax your muscle is not massage, it's not uh, even painkiller, it's a movement. So you will have to be able to move slowly, slowly and slowly until the muscle knows that it can relax itself. So which is important is to understand that our body is a beautiful mechanics. And sometimes, like a computer, it can bug. And you will have to give him information that it can start, it can reboot itself and uh, that you will, uh, but this rebooting can take some time. So the better you will know your body, the better you will question how it works and the better you will ta uh, start to look for answers and good answers, the better you will be able to reboot and to heal yourself. So just be patient, give yourself some movement. And if you have any question, be sure that your uh, doctor or your physiotherapist will be glad to help you. Major, a big thank you for intervention and for uh, this big lecture on Numbago and all the ex this explanation. Um, I hope that all the listeners took note and uh, I hope that those suffering from Numbago or any kind of back pain will apply the few um, recommendations and the few advice that you, you give today. And I'm really happy to realize and to see that um, I'm on the right path because um, since um, since always I've um, tried 
to teach to my clients and to my followers and to anyone really that um, the back is not as weak as they believe it is and that they can do a lot of things. A lot of things can be done with your back as long as you're being patient and as long as you're um, loading it in a good way, as long as you're understanding and you're listening to your body, you can do whatever you want. It's not because in the past you've been told that you, you shouldn't do this or that you couldn't do this that this is the truth. There's no um, right or wrong. There's just trials and errors. And if um, you surround yourself with the right people, you ask the question to the right people, to your physios, to your personal trainers, to anyone actually who studied the human body and who studied uh, movement, you will realize that there's a lot of things that been told to you in the past which are not really uh, the truth and which um, are based on I don't know which are based on uh, words of mouth yeah let's see now what we're telling you about today is based on science based on uh, data so please 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 I heard you to do something about it if you are suffering from low from back pain go and talk to someone who's actually involved in the field and who can help you solve this problem so don't forget that back is not weak and this is actually one of the strongest part of our body it's a it's a scare actually it's because people are afraid that uh, it's probably more reinsurance to be well my back is not strong enough or my back is too weak so i can't do that and it's just some kind of excuse and actually there is like only on the 80% that suffer from low back pain only one to five percent that are really uh, uh, concerning most people it's only just low back pain and with time it will get better and especially if you get a better posture if you sleep well if you eat well if you move well if you practice for uh, like uh, two or three times a week but just be patient and try to know that there is many different possible uh, there is many reasons that you can improve yourself amazing amazing so um now do you have three yeah what are your three best advice for someone who think that her or his back is weak i would say that if when you woke up and it takes you 10 to 30 minutes to uh, unstiff. Is that the word, Seb? Okay, yeah. unstiff your back. So if, if you feel that kind of uh, stiffness, stiffness in the morning, that is a good uh, reason that you should start to move your back more, to change position more often, to be able to dissociate your lower back uh, than, your, uh, uh, than your pelvis. And uh, maybe yeah. that you sh should start stretching your um, your 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 back, your abs, your psoas, your uh, piriformis, your comment uh, dit les ischios jambiers, your hamstrings, your hamstring and your quads. So that's a good uh, a good advice I should give. The second one is uh, before starting charging your back when you train, you should be able to have a good movement without charge. 
if you can do a deadlift uh, with empty charge or if you can squat with empty charge, don't charge it. Just keep working on your mobility. And every time you want to charge, work on your mobility first. That's the second advice I will give. And the third one I would give is to work on new mobility, like on the, uh, to be aware of your mobility on uh, every second on, of your life. When you uh, wash your dishes, when you take closet from your uh, dishwasher, uh, <laughs> when you, uh, <laughs> I know it's not the word, but people will, uh, will understand. Uh, when you uh, all your babies, when you uh, tie your shoes, you have to be aware of your back. Uh, and in which position it is. And this awareness will make uh, you have a better uh, possibilities to make yourself better in your posture, in your own posture, just to be aware of all of them. All right, thank you. So do you have anything to add, Major? Uh, no, no, you guys in English, you have pretty lucky because you have uh, tons of guys who are doing a lot of good work on the, the social media and uh, Seb is one yeah. of them so I give you a good advice to to keep following him because he is a good guy and he I like the way he always questions uh, the human mechanics so keep following him that would be my last advice for today <laughs> thank you thank Welcome. you so much so Major Movements was a pleasure having you with us, me, too, with us me today. Me too, Seb. And uh, oh, uh, excuse me for my French. I, uh, I think we will have a bit of translation no. or adjustment to make. So I'm sorry for oh, that. Yeah, that was a first for me. <laughs> no problem. You, you did well. You did well. <laughs> so everyone listening, I hope and I, ask, I urge you to go and follow Major Movement on Instagram. Uh, so I will put the link towards his account in the description. And so, yeah, make sure you follow him, you interact with him. He's posting really interesting videos every day. Uh, funny, funny one as well. <laughs> funny pictures. Al pictures. Always in French, <laughs> I know, but for those who want to improve their body and to improve their French, it's a, a double task, which is pretty interesting. Exactly. And uh, the same way you, you said that there's a lot of uh, guys doing the work in, uh, in English, you are one of them doing it in French. So we need people like you people to be able to translate from English to, to French and then spread the word, spread the the message uh, as far as possible. Yes. Yes. So thank you so much, My Major. pleasure, Seb. And, and yeah. I'll see you soon. Okay, Bye. no problem.
Oh, thank you.